I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sunny. I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, before we get too far, we want to thank our wonderful patrons. So, a huge thank you to Cam Yang. Dragon Shields are the only protection I use. (laughs) Zephyrius, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, HGH, Cyber, Josh Rosen, Marshawn Jones, Zyphorus, Eat the Feet, AD, Anthony Leela, Dank Nugs, Deep CDs Nuts, <laughs> Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epe, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, I Am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, PA Rudolph, Sprite Farter, Super Ancient, Deep CDs Nuts, King Coelacanth, Tearlament Best Deck, Tearlament's Having This Floodgate in Your Mouth. <sighs> oh my god, y'all are crazy. The Hoover Dam is a floodgate. Unbanned number 95, Konami. Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors World, Zingus Khan, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Brandon Potter, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Jerry Beans, man. Long Ring, Long Land is my favorite One Piece arc. Nordic Best Deck, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell. Shockmaster did nothing wrong. Slaking it up. Stop crying about call by. It's balanced. Why, yes, I can say that. VFD's nuts in your mouth. Yeah, no. Being bound, being bound by that of the head judge. I repeat, there is no way anyone is legally allowed to say that. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me go through these last couple again. Okay. Why, yes, I can say that. VFD's nuts in your mouth. Yeah, no. Being bound by that of the head judge, in all caps. I repeat, there is no way anyone is legally allowed to say that. I like that we have just like two random patrons just fighting over whether or not I'm allowed to say some undisclosed thing near the bottom of the list. That's <laughs> that's great, guys. Keep it up. Keep and it up. I hope and I hope it's never revealed. Well, I mean, I guess it would be VFD's nuts in your mouth. No, I guess that would be the. Oh, why, yes, I can say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then saying yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I choose to believe that we don't know what it is yet, and that's just something else you wanted to put out there. All right, so. 
we also want to, before we get too much further, we got some sponsors. We're, we're gonna we're gonna hit up the sponsors real quick. So, of course, we want to thank Dragon Shield for sponsoring the podcast. Good old Dragon Shield. Dragon Shield is one of the largest TCG accessory manufacturers in the world. They do sleeves, boxes binders play mats all of that wonderful stuff and if you want to get this awesome shuffling sound i don't know if you can hear that but if you want to get that amazing shuffle sound out of your dragon shield sleeves be sure to use our tcg player oh dragon shield affiliate link in the description down below there is as stated also a tcg player affiliate link all you do is click the links before you shop and they help us out tremendously we get a small kickback and it helps support the channel also, if you want to help out the channel, you can also check out Millennium Threads. Millennium Threads is a wonderful product manufacturer, I guess you could say a clothing design Etsy store. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, it's an Etsy store where you can get different like Yu-Gi-Oh themed things. I think I know they have like crush cards things. They have just various different designs for Yu-Gi-Oh. Hats, hoodies. All kinds of stuff. Really, all kinds of neat stuff. And if you use code TOPCUT10, <laughs> you can get 10% off. So be sure to check that out. We have some wonderful stuff that is available in the store. I think that there's a Top Cut podcast design, potentially. I'm not sure. Regardless, be sure to check that out. So why don't we get on into the meat of today's episode? Today is going to be kind of like last week where we did a lot of meta discussion, right? So over the weekend, we had YCS Rio de Janeiro. And it's so it's so funny to think that this weekend, we actually had two events. I say we had an event. We had two events this weekend. So we had YCS Rio de Janeiro and we had another event. So basically... We had one event where a former runner-up put in, put their heart and soul into a deck list, did everything that they could to make a showing at this event, and faced multiple pro pro players and really played their heart and soul out, right? And it turned out great for them. Yes. I mean... They masterfully got to the championship where they played a sprite mirror. And at the other one, a bunch of YouTubers showed up and lost to Mystic Mind Burn. So that's <laughs> what happened this weekend. <laughs> YCS Rio de Janeiro was Mystic Mind Burn all the way through. Not just Mystic Mind Burn. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's oh, it's better. It gets better. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. No, let's talk about it right now. Okay, sure. It was Ujama Mystic Mind Burn. Amazing. Just just the, amazing. The only main decked monsters in quotation marks that they were running was was uh, Ujama Trio and Ujama Duo. In the main deck. In the main. For those of you who do not know what those cards do, they are both normal traps. You activate them, and your opponent gets... Oh, they're normal traps, you say? Yes. And your opponent gets... Uh, with Ujama Trio, they get three Ujama tokens, and Ujama Duo, they get two. Sure. If those cards are removed from the field for any reason, your opponent takes 500 damage. Is it 500 on duo also? I believe so. Double check me. Um, most of that was just an assumption because I haven't actually read delinquent, uh, delinquent duo. Ujama duo. Sure, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Anyway, the whole point is that no matter what, your opponent is guaranteed to have monsters on field. So that way they can't activate monster effects. 300 damage for duo. Okay, yes. Yeah, so 300 damage for duo. Either, either way. 
Um, in addition to that, he was also in maining Gozen match and rivalry. And it's 300 for Trio as well. I was wrong. Okay, cool. Also, I haven't thought about this card in... Forever. Five ever. Uh, anyway, anyway, so what you can do is you can set Metaverse, set... Or Demise of the Land, set uh, the Ujama Trio or your Ujama Duo. Activate Metaverse, chain chain that. Mystic Mine Up, they have uh, monsters on field. And then if you chain goes in a goes in match rivalry or warlords, it it actually locks your opponent into beasts or earth. Okay. If they do not have those, they cannot summon monsters anyway. They also can't link summon into anything to get them off the field. They can't really do a whole lot. And then if they do get removed, they your opponent gets burned. <clears throat> um, um, along with your standard other Mystic Mine burn stuff. He was not running any of the monsters that you would normally see in this deck. Uh, Planet Pathfinder, Silent Wobby, or or Imano Awada. That's so weird. And then the only other monster he was running was uh, at Acid Golem? Lava, Lava Golem. Lava this, Golem. Yeah, different Golem in the side. You could literally build this entire deck for like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. I'm just saying you could. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advising you to do that. But I'm Please. saying if you wanted to win a YCS, you could do it for $50. Apparently. In theory. And then his extra deck was just full of 15, whatever, three, whatever, five, three of us he had lying around. He had Koala Koala in there. I mean, Koala Koala is amazing. Yeah. And then like, uh, Elmo the Hero Nebula Neos, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, I don't remember what else. It literally does not matter, because they were literally just there as fuel for Pot of Extravagance. Yes, and there was three Gustav Max in there also. Again, well, yeah, yeah, just straight up for the... Because I don't know how you'd be able to make it. Oh, uh, you laugh and just burn your opponent to death without ever looking at your extra deck. Yeah. like You, the, you don't actually make it. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's literally just there for fuel to make. Right. Uh, for you to activate a pop extravagance. So you do uh, not care. Okay, so somebody in our Discord server, they did r slash they did the math. $121.62 was the price of the championship winning deck list. But that's like at the rarities and everything like that of what he had. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he, he had some insane. high he had some higher rarity stuff than you can that you can probably get. Yeah, you could literally buy a single tier element field spell or this. Yeah, exactly. Or this entire deck. Actually, I think that that's Canadian dollars. Um, Wait, did that did that pricing include the extra deck? Probably, because I'm because that extra deck literally doesn't matter. You can full full of whatever bulk extra deck monsters you have lying around. Just like, wild. Yeah, like Dispatcherazzi or whatever that common was. That everyone got like 20 copies of if you bought any of that set it came out of. I just... I can't bring myself to imagine... I respect this man. Think about this. Think about this. He main deck three Dark Ruler no more. Yeah. That card alone is like six bucks. Yeah, which is fair. Um, that Dark yeah, the, Ruler is like tw almost 20% of the deck list. Yeah. And the pots are like a couple of dollars, I think. Listen, listen, I respect the man for, you know, all the hard work that he obviously put in there. I can tell that there's a lot of decision making that went into this deck. To be fair, he chose violence, but, you know, um, particularly with his decision to just 
not run Silent Lobby or Planet Pathfinder or any of your mo- or any of the normal monsters. He also had terraforming on the side, which was interesting. Uh, yeah. But I think, uh, like when I, I brought that up, and I th- I think he had a good point. I think it was there as an extra card to side in when it's time to side out the Gozen or the rivalry. I honestly believe that that's what it is. Could we see more than just? Okay, so it's no secret by now. You saw the title of this episode. This episode is our ban list predictions. Yes. Is this the potential for Mr. Mind to finally get banned? No. No. For Ojama Trio to get limited? No. No, 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 no. Like, like, realistically, it's a burn card, right? Realistically, no. You don't think so? No. <laughs> you see, the smart thing to do would just be ban Mystic Mind, because that's what's enabling this whole thing. Right. But Konami's not going to do that for a one-of. A fluke, if you would. It's not a fluke. Konami's just going to look Wait, at it. Wait, you mean Mystic Mind? Yeah. Getting- okay, but Mystic Mind has won the last three major events. Mm. It won Euros and Nationals also. That's true. Just in with different packages. Yeah, mm. Yeah, but then Konami's probably going to look at the fact that it was three different packages and go, see, Mystic Mind's not the problem. Yeah. It's the packages. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's let's limit all the Rika cards. Yeah, let's ban Terraforming, limit Demise of the Land. Uh, Terraforming, the card that was in his side deck. Yeah. Uh, ban Demise, uh, limit Demise of the Land. Let's also limit uh, Ujama Trio and Duo. For good measure. Just for good measure. Um, yeah, and leave it at that. To be fair, the demise of the lands would be rough for the deck, because then they have to because then they have to rely on, on the opponent summoning a monster before they can activate Mystic Mine. So before we get into our actual banless predictions, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna throw it out there. I don't know who all listens is interested, but Two things happening in our Discord server. One, every Thursday, we are, in fact, doing our Remote Duel Locals. Yeah. I want to take just a moment to remind everybody about that. We uh, we really enjoy doing the Remote Duel Locals. They're free to enter. If you're interested, come and join. Discord server links in the description below. Yeah. It's mostly for playtesting, but then also you can kind of... Um, what's what I'm looking for? Flex on people, I guess? If needed, yeah. So, the other thing... That I'm looking for is I'm looking for we're looking for people to join our fantasy football league in the discord server. I know that the Venn diagram of people that play (laughs) fantasy football and Yu-Gi-Oh is not exactly a circle. But if you are interested in doing our discord server fantasy football league for this year, be sure to go ahead and join the server and let us know because we need, I think, five or six more people. Unfortunately, I will not be partaking in that as I am not a football person. Again, less of a circle, more of like the number eight. But we're trying. A bad number eight. There's like just a little bit of invitation. Like in an infinity. Almost. And that they're like they're touching, but they're not overlapping. Well, no, no. I'm saying it's like somebody with bad handwriting doing eight where there's just like a little bit of overlap because they're not very good. I don't even know. I guess if you do like two circles for your eight instead of like a. Like an infinity sign? Yeah, like a figure eight. Yeah, yeah. If it's, yeah. Anyway, so if you're interested in that, you know, come let us know because we need people. So, okay. Let's talk a little bit more about 
both of the events that we had this weekend. So we had the Chalice Line Monthly, which for those that are interested, the top cut of Chalice Line Monthly looks something like this. Five Tier Lament, four Sprite, two Math Mech, one Rika, one Fluanderese, one Adventure Virtual World, and one Labyrinth. Labyrinth. All right. I, I want to see I want to see that dude's deck list. All right. Your top 32 for YCS Rio de Janeiro, which was also this weekend. You have 10 tier limit at 31%. You have 7 sprite at 22%. You have 2 sprite tier limit 6.3%. 15 or 5 math mech for 15%. Could you imagine it's 15 math mechs? Oh my god. Jesus. Uh, and eight other, which is a sp- even 25%. So if you're wondering about the other, you have things like Invoked Branded. Ooh. Which is interesting. And let's see. Uh, we did have a Rika make it. We had a Marincess make it. We had a Fluanderese, a Dynamorphia, Eldritch Branded, things like that. And of course, you know, Burn. So... There was also a regional over the weekend. The regional was, we don't have all of top eight. We have six of top eight, but what we have is four tier limit, one branded and one sky striker. So interesting. Yes. And, oh, I'm sorry. We had a, we had a regional in Detroit and then we had a regional in Iowa and I was three tier limit, one sky striker, one branded. And then all we know for Detroit is that first place was tier limit. Okay. So overall, I would say we may have just skipped over the tier zero sprite format and moved yeah. straight into tier limit domination. Yeah, which is weird. Again, a huge shout out and a huge thank you to Sebto. Yes. For organizing all this information. Be sure to check out the Sebto360 on YouTube. There will be a link down below again. Because oh my god. His meta analysis is just as far he he gets he compiles all the deck lists and links and I I mean he's pretty much I mean that his prof his like Excel spreadsheets have pretty much allowed us to make the last two episodes. Pretty much. Yeah. So and then if you want a little bit more of a breakdown into what was being played individually in each of these decks. So we've talked a lot about the different ways to play Sprite, the different ways to play Tier Limit, things like that. But this we saw... Oh, and there was also a Tri-Brigade Lusk in Top 32. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you're wondering, if you look at something like... Uh, Patrick Hoban topped this event. He was third after Swiss. Oh, nice. And he was playing Sprite Tier Limit Punk. Yeah. It seems like a chunky deck. It was probably 40 cards or 39 in an Upstar Goblin, knowing Patrick Hoban. No, yeah, knowing knowing good old Hoban, he's figured out a way to Uh, pull it off. Steven Trifonowski, so, you know, Triff Gaming. Yeah. He got top eight at this event, and he was playing Sprite Tier Limit Danger. Ooh, right. Going for those tealer, going for the danger tealerment stuff. Yes, which we talked about last episode. Right, and uh, honestly, most of the 
most of the tier limit decks that topped were playing the danger package. You had Yassin, who is a well-known YouTuber. He's from Canada. Uh, he was playing uh, tier limit punk with no, seemingly no sprite or danger stuff. Let's see. Other notable names. You have Jesse Cotton, who got top four with tier limit danger. And I'm trying to see if I know any other names. I know Gabriel Nets topped with tier limit danger. He got top 16. Then you it really have... it really seems like Danger Tillman is like the best form of the deck right now. Right I would say now. it is. Kamal Crooks, very well known player, got top thirty two with Sprite Live Twin. Okay, which I think is a very cool way to play the deck. And Hani Jahari got top thirty two with Tier Limit Danger. Again, so. it really seems like Danger Tillman is the way to go with that deck right now. Yeah, I think it is. Just the way that you can construct the deck to basically have a way to throw tier limits into the graveyard at all times is really powerful yeah well i mean you'll either get to throw a tier limit in the graveyard or you get to stick a giant 3k beat stick on the board something like that one or the other take your pick opponent also playing danger mothman gives you better ways to hit rank four plays mm -hmm. not just oh yeah oh yeah and there are some really good rank four monsters right now right um, so time thief redoer is the big one that you see a lot of them making yeah oh uh, were any of them running abyss dweller probably not the tier limit decks i don't know why because they kind of need their graveyard it only abyss dweller only affects your opponent oh i mean they may it's have one-sided they probably were playing abyss dweller then i haven't looked i'll be honest i have not looked at the deck list okay yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, like me playing um Rencess, I just recently was able to finally figure out how to fit in the Abyss Dweller. Because yeah. Tillerman, it is a shutdown. So, just notably, you have five Mathmech decks here in top thirty-two, and of those five decks in top thirty-two, at least two of them were playing the Adagnister package, and One you of had two of the top four was math mech okay so like the thing is like one of the deck one of the at ignister math mech decks i saw was less of a math mech deck with at ignister but more of an at ignister deck with a little bit of math mech. with a tiny math mech package i'm talking one two three four five six seven main deck cards they weren't even running super factorial yeah that's insanity to me yeah like they weren't running the not that we saw anyway yeah like it's not it's not the uh new one they like they didn't run the new one that was supposedly broke the deck. And they also weren't running Super Factorial. They were running Induction and Equation of all things. It's like two. Yes. It's like two addition, one diameter, one equation, one induction, and that was it. That was the full package. Which doesn't make sense to me. Maybe that's maybe we just like aren't remembering all of it. But I think that the individual because I only saw one deck list and the individual uh, who I'd seen from what I could tell, was using it as a backup engine. Right. To get... So like, so that way, if they're at Ignister plays, gets uh, interrupted or stalled out. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Um, he can use that... To, he can use the Mathmex stuff to kind of give it a kick and get it and get the engine back up and running again. Right, right. Yeah, give the Ignisters a little bit of percuss percussive maintenance. So, I really love the idea... Of blending the Mathmech deck with the Adagnister deck because obviously yeah they're both a generic Cyburst deck that are based around Cybers they don't care right. about attribute exactly so Ooh, excuse me I'm sorry Oof. oh I didn't I didn't catch it Ooh, I did <laughs> so 
I would say that the it's really interesting to see these danger math mech decks kind of going in and catching just just it's innovation on the deck yeah right just seeing the innovation on the deck and the, the way that the deck moves forward is always going to be fascinating to me and i'm kind of interested to see where the deck goes from here because the more that this deck gets innovated on the more likely it is that we see this deck take a larger and larger cut of representation mm -hmm. so i don't really have anything but admiration for people that took MathMech to this event, seeing how terrible the representation was for MathMech at Euros. I mean, it's kind of a bold move. It's a very bold move, Cat Cotton. Let's see how it turns out. Right, exactly. <laughs> I know so. sports memes. I, I, I do the sports meme thing. The, the ball went. Yeah. I think. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. It the doesn't goal! <laughs> um... Is there anything else that sticks out to you strongly about top 32 off the top of your head? Uh, let me take another quick look at it. Sure. Let's see. Uh, not particularly. That Donna Morphia player on looks interesting, though. Now I'm, cu I'm really curious about that. I, too, am very curious about the Dino Morphia deck list. I also would really love to see the Marinces decklist. Yes, because I want to compare it to mine. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see where what they're doing with Marinces that kind of made the difference here. So, well, I mean, because Marinces that got first at some regional or something not too long ago. I can't fully right. remember. It's been a, it's been like a month. Yeah. Overall, Actually, though, like this is this is good stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So surprisingly, we actually have a really diverse meta right now. Very. Probably up until we get the Ishizu stuff. Then it's just going to be Tierlemen everywhere. Right. Probably. Or, I guarantee I'm wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say you're guaranteed wrong. Just like probably wrong. Come on, it's me. I'm always wrong. And that's how I know. And that's how I know uh, when I'm right about something. Why? Because I just go, here's what I think, and do the opposite. Fair. So... Let's talk about the, I'd love to talk about the ban list implications of this. Uh, before we do that, since the ban list implications are probably going to be the back half of the episode, we're just going to take just a quick moment to thank our, one of our sponsors, ETB Games. So ETB Games is our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. You can check them out. They're a wonderful place to get all of your singles and sealed product for all of the card games that you love, like Digimon, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, and Yu-Gi-Oh!, they also have all of your deck boxes, playmats, binders, things like that that you need for these games. You can also get all of your uh, figurines, dice, yeah, and everything for your tabletop, tabletop yeah, gaming, ta tabletop needs. stuff. Yeah, right. TTRPG stuff. Right. Absolutely. So if you're interested, be sure to check out ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Their link is in the description down below. So let's go ahead and talk about the actual ban list and what we would like to see from it. Because it's weird, right? So do you want to start with the most obvious thing? Sure. Mystic Mind gone. It needs to go. Okay, let me provide <laughs> to you a counterpoint. Okay. What are the best decks right now? Oh, uh, that'd be Sprite, uh, Tier Limit, uh, and the variations therein. Right. What decks have won the last three events? Mystic Mind. Mystic Mind Turbo. Rika featuring Mystic Mine and Sword Soul featuring Mystic Mine. 
What do these things have in common? Sure, but there's another thing they all have in common, which is that they're not Sprite or Tillerment. Mm, so the counter argument, and this is me just, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Which is fair. If I'm being honest, I absolutely agree mine should go. But it also seems like it's the only thing keeping the term, keeping uh, the playfield from being only Sprite and Tillerment. Potentially, yes. So I, if that's the case, then what exactly do we do about Sprite and Tillerment from making it to where those are the only two decks in the meta? Well, that's the thing, because because um, not every single deck that has. Granted, yes, every, so far all the decks that aren't Spire or Tillman that have gotten first of these tournaments all were running Mystic Mine, but not all the top decks that weren't Spire or Tillman have been running Mystic Mine. Sure. But I but I, I think it's I I think if Mystic Mine wasn't a thing, we would still see about the same amount of other decks as well. We just won't wouldn't see them in first place. We, or more specifically, I think the the ones that are running Mystic Mine are the ones that are beating out the other non-Sprite or Tillament decks. Because everyone right now is preparing for Sprite and Tierlament, because it's you know the two best decks in the room. That's fair, and that. But of course, even with that, they're still you know because Yu-Gi-Oh is going to be Yu-Gi-Oh. Even if you're heavily prepared for a matchup, you can still lose it very easily. Right. Um. So I'm thinking that if you do ban Mystic Mind, you'll just won't see as many Mystic Mind in the tops because it's the Mystic Mind that's letting those specific players beat out the other decks. In the I room. would agree that if you ban Mystic Mine, you will not see near as much Mystic Mine at the tops. Yes, obviously. The I, I may have misheard you, but I feel like that's what you said. Uh, it was something along those lines, but <laughs> basically I'm playing Devil's Advocate to your Devil's Advocate. That Mystic Mine needs to go. It just needs to go. <laughs> so, yes, I will say Mystic Mine needs to go, but, but I think that you would have a hard time hitting Mystic Mine without also discussing whether or not it's time to hit sprite or tier limit granted they've only been out for three weeks yeah it's bold to say that they need to be hit like what okay so the thing is konami is not going to hit a single sprite card that says sprite or tier limit on that card correct what do you hit then i mean you could hit the king <sighs> of the swamp for tier limit but then they just kind of shrug and go oh well and just keep doing what they what they've been doing they just don't make millennium eyes so King of the Swamp is an interesting discussion point. Do you start hitting dangers? They've done it in the past. Yeah, but do they do it again? I mean, um, they had the Danger Dark World FTK, and their solution was to hit all the dangers. Yeah, uh, and then over, and then of course over on the sprite side, do we just do what the OCG did and ban totally awesome? <sighs> the issue is, I don't know that totally awesome is the issue. If it was. Which, sure, Toad is an issue, but... Two to getting two Toad effects per turn is a different issue altogether. Right, but I don't know that Toad needs to be banned because there's other versions of Sprite that are also very good. I mean, do you... Yeah, well, yeah, but still, you gotta do something about the to about the Frog Engine, then... if you Because you can't hit the sprite engine i think limiting swap frog oh yeah no, i think limiting because then it'll force them to run dupe frogs and then if you i don't know that it forces them to run dupe frogs because they need multiple frogs to get the to get to trigger so that way so that way they can get the ronin totem well they need to run a third frog for the ronin totem i don't know quite how the frog stuff um, works i'll okay. be honest so you get a swap frog out activates effect it returns to your hand 
Sure. Activate effect again to mill Ronin Toten to summon it. Okay. Effect again to bounce it back to your hand. Effect again to mill. They usually just do another swap frog and then effect your own toad and banishing swap frog, specialing their own toad and toad. So, do you need a frog monster or do you need a water monster? Frog. Interesting. So, if you limit swap, so the reason why I'm running three is because then there's always the opportunity that they'll just hard draw into it. Right. Um, and then, of course, even if your opponent does something like. I don't know. Stops one. You have a second and a third. Limiting it just means that now is that now the frog engine goes from three swap one rodent toten to one swap. I assume one dupe one rodent toten. Dupe frog being like the second best frog. Right. Third best frog. Interesting. So swap limit could be something, but that still doesn't really solve the issue of there being other variants. And yes. Honestly, and all I you can think re- that Sprite is maybe a bigger issue. Yeah, yeah. But the issue is that they're not going to hit any card that has Sprite in its name or in its card right. text. So then they'd have to sit down and figure out every single possible deck combination and then just start hitting those. Because then you start hitting like the Tri-Brigade engine because of Tri-Brigade Sprite. Sprite. You start hitting the uh, live twin, engine. the live twin engine. Cause it's live twin Sprite. You start, you just, you have to start hitting all these extra engines. Cause they're not going to hit Sprites. Okay. So what if we ban mystic mine, ban artifact scythe, I didn't even think about scythe. The scythe wasn't even part of this discussion originally. So I didn't even think about it. Right. Yeah. It's kind of coming out of the blue, but it, it still needs to go. It's not, Scythelock is still a real thing, and Sprite is doing Scythelock. It's nowhere near as bad as it was, thank God. Yes. Or rather, thank Raw. <laughs> Keep it with the Yu-Gi-Oh theme here. Um, Harpy's Featherstorm can also go. Yes, because that would hit Fluunderese a little bit. Not a yes. whole, not a whole lot, a little bit. But um, I also kind of agree because I. Listen, I've only been I've only been hit with Harpy's Featherstorm once, and I just kind of went, "Huh, okay, it sucks." Yeah, it sucked, but I just kind of went, "Okay, cool, pass." Yeah, it sucks, and they still couldn't kill me. And I just OTK them next turn. Yeah, I have a weird I have this weird thing with flu where I'll I, where I'll brick or I'll beat them no problem. Right, it's weird. So, I think a card that I would like to see gone is Fairy Tale Snow. Um, yes. It's something that, it's another thing that can be sent or milled with the tournament yeah, cards. Yeah, and it also gives them another level four on board for them to hit their rank four engine if they really want to. Right. Not only that, it's also a Book of Moon, and it can be activated multiple times in the same turn. It can activate multiple multiple times in the same chain. Yes. So you, so your opponent can literally go activate effect Fairy Tale Snow, Chain Crow, cool, effect of snow. It's broken. You know, to dodge the crow to... The, one of its outs right and then they can chain crow and you can chain snow again if you have the materials to banish still it's insane theoretically as long as you have stuff to banish you can just chain snow what about something like chaos order of the chaotic magical dragon i'm not gonna lie i don't have enough experience uh because i've only ever seen the because like in the couple tournaments that we've been to i've only seen that card come up once so the theory is that, and it was against it was in Dragon Link, right? So the theory is people are using it in Punk, and they're making it in Punk, and then milling a bunch of tier limits. Oh, uh, mm, that is a problem. Hmm. 
And also the card, the card is just kind of problematic in general. Yeah, because like I'm, so I also have these memories of using it back when I played Dragon Link. Sure. I only ever got the add to hand once, and I added Effect Veiler. Don't get me right. wrong, which was great. But the problem is I wasn't hitting any of the things I was wanting to hit. Yeah. Um, and like I said, then I've only ever encountered it one other time, and that was using Dragon Link, and they completely whiffed. Yeah. When I mean they completely whiffed, it was all spells. It was five spells and traps. Yeah. I personally, I think that we have to see Mystic Mind and Artifact Scythe go, but it's overdue. Yeah, but I do agree. Chaotic Ruler probably needs to hit the ban. Yes. Fairy Tale Snow, I think, should not have ever come off. But it's definitely time for it to go again. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of that card. It is broken. It can go. As far as limits, I still want my Wind Up Carrier's and Maity to come back. Uh, you know, if that involves banning Wind Up Hunter, come I'm on. fine with that. Here, I disagree. I believe they need to ban Hunter and put Zenmaity to three. Okay, yes, but I. It's very rare that I say that there's a card that I want off the ban list that should probably stay at one for at least a format to see. Fair enough. Wind up carriers and maidies pretty broken. Fair enough, because the loop still exists, but it no it's no longer a hand loop. Right. It's a resource loop. Yes. But And it's broken. Yes, but it's great for climbing in an access code talker. I mean you could do topologic gumblar loops. Hmm, fair enough. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, theory. yeah. it's a lot like the telephone where you can just kind of do whatever you want as long as it's generic. Oh my god, Zen Maidy telephone loops. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but I don't think you can ma- use telephone to make Zen Maidy. Um, You can't, because telephone's a one. Oh, I, I wasn't even considering that. I I, th- I don't think Zen Maidy's generic. It is. Oh, I thought he was it's like... It's generic threes. Okay, I thought he was like two level three... I'm almost positive Zenmaity is any two level threes. Yeah. It's either that or Zenmaity's effect is like so revolved around windups, it's just unusable in anything that isn't wind up. One or the other. So, yeah, it's generic. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it's effect. Okay, in that case, its effect is just so specific to. Speaking of, if wind-ups. anybody's going to be at YCS Niagara and they have ultimate rare windup carrier Zenmaity first editions, hit me up. I would like to buy them from you. Fair. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Ulti first ed near mints or light plays. I'll buy them. Okay. It's out there in the ether now. Yes, it is. I have a list. Like like the Karakuri cards and Ultimate Rare, I'll buy those too. Because I want high rarity retro format stuff. Because why not? And also I want wind-up stuff because wind-ups are cool. Wind-ups are really cool. So, I think that there's a bunch of cards that I would like to see limited. For example, I would like to see Rivalry of Warlords, Anti-Spell Fragrance. The Floodgates. Yeah, the uh, Skill Drain can go back to one. Uh, Goes in match, Tikaboo. All of those like hard trap card Floodgates, put them to one. I'm fine with it. All of them. Now, does this include non-continuous trap card Floodgates? Such as? Such as uh, Dimensional Barrier. Like the one Yeah, ba- limit it. Got sure. It. The one turn ones. Yeah, I, okay, I'm fine cool. with that. I would. I just wanted to quantify that you're also including the one turn floodgates. Uh, which yeah, would, sure. Which would also technically include stuff like Abyss Dweller and Artifact Lancia. 
The thing about Abyss Dweller is that there's no re- there's no point in limiting it because people only run one if they run it at all. Right. And La- Artifact Lancia is Artifact Lancia. Dude, this tier limit stuff's getting so out of hand. I'm thinking about maining three Tenny Spirits Shathana. Huh. Just for Abyss Dweller plays. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you only need a Shathana and any level four. Yeah. So, theoretically, you could, uh, if you know your your Arab against Tillamore, you could just special the Shathana, normal any of your other tenies, not tenies, uh, sword souls, sword souls, not activate their effects, and just make Abyss Dweller. Yes. And, and it you, will have a water as material, too. Yep. So, all your water monsters, including your Moe, will gain 500 attack. Is it all water monsters? Yes. All of your water monsters gain 500 attack. That's kind of broken. Well, it's not broken. It's, it's only, fine, but the, it's cool. The only reason I know this is because it, it gets ridiculous in Marensis because all of a sudden my 4300 becomes 4800. Eight. Or your 46 becomes 51. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, that's a nice access code you made. You made a 4300. I'm just going to run it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's... We say we move on to the mailbag. Do, do we want to do a finalized ban list? Just prediction? Uh, Sure, sure, sure. Uh, ban Mystic Mine, Artifact, Scythe, and Fairytale Snow? Yes. Uh, limit anything in particular? Uh, you want to do all the floodgates? No, I, I disagree with the floodgates. I think really the only thing I would want to see limit right now. And ban Hunter and uh, limit Zamehity. Yeah. Uh, also ban uh, Chaos Ruler. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like the only and Harpy's Featherstorm. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I think of possibly limiting is maybe, I don't know, hitting like, maybe putting a Sword Soul, maybe do like... No, Sword Soul hasn't topped an event in months. I know, I know. I'm just saying like, if they're going to hit... Don't do this to me. If they're going don't, to don't, hit Sword don't Soul... Don't do it to me. I would want them to do like... Monk of the Tenny. Monk of the Tenny to like two. That would be so stupid. Or like, Moe to two. Don't do that to me. All right, let's limit the right of Aramisir. I agree. They either have to limit right and semi-limit Water Enchantress, or limit Water Enchantress, semi-limit right. It's got to be one of the two th- two options. Limiting right is fine for me. Oh, yeah, I mean, that I'm, way, you, if you DD Crow it out, Water Enchantress can't go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I'm fine with like either one, because then if they send if they send the Water Enchantress, you DD Crow the Water Enchantress, they're out of Water Enchantresses. Yeah, but then they can still just hard draw right. They have to hard draw right, though. Well, if you limit water enchantress, they have to banish it for its effect. Well, yeah, but then... Well, no, because you... So, like... Okay, so let's say they foolish burial it in resolution. DD Crow. And then they just activate right. Fair. Uh, either either one, I still think, will work just fine. Um, The, the limit on the water enchantress, though, is more of a... We don't want to hit it. Right. But I guess we have to, kind of. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just... You, you probably... I keep forgetting that we're not in a video format. Uh, <laughs> I, I was making faces while saying that. <laughs> All right. Let's do some mailbag questions. Ooh. What do you say? Well, let's do it. All right. Let's so... Let's do it, brother. Let's start off with... Oh, my goodness. 
Um, why is Sword Soul the worst deck in the format? Honestly, dude, I don't know. I feel like that deck should be topping way more than it is. I just feel like all the pros that were on Sword Soul have switched to Price, Sprite, and Tier Limit, and so it just doesn't have any representation. I think also because it's... I think it's because people are now maining decking board breakers, and that just potentially, kind of, yeah. So I think that's what's causing a lot of game two and game three losses is all these board breakers getting sided in. Potentially, but still frustrating. That might have. Some... I still think Swordsoul played correctly and built correctly is a good deck. Oh, absolutely! Don't get me wrong; it's it's an amazing deck, particularly, um, you know, with the uh, what is it, Chi Zhao. Who's the dude? The dude. Yeah. The one that's just like, if you banish something, I'm going to punish you for it. Chang Ying. Yeah, Chang Ying. Oh, I hate when, I hate when, I hate when you pull, pull out, pull that out on me. I'm like, I hate it so much. Hate it so, so (laughs) much. All right. Uh, what card or deck did you cope on the most? Listen, Um, I'm going to be honest with myself and everyone here. Okay. I am currently in the middle of coping labyrinth okay but labyrinth has some hope to it is it really the entire time you've played madolce how's that that was less hope that was less copium and more and more i'm just an idiot less well less i'm an idiot more i just really like this deck my cope my biggest cope um Right when I got back into the game, I <laughs> was I swore that Dark Magician was broken. Cause it was compared to Dino Rabbit and Zector windup format. True. It was absolutely busted and would have been tier zero at the time. Oh no, I didn't see this question before, so I didn't prep. Without looking it up, can you tell your audience the difference between effect and effect? Uh okay, so to affect something it means with an E or an A. With an A. Okay. Is your is the thing that is being applied. Okay. Effect is what has been applied, I think. Cause I'm thinking on, on the terms of like of like a, a RPG where I have inflicted you with the burn status. I have affected with an A, burn, and burn has an effect with an E of taking damage. You know, I don't, I couldn't tell you if you're right or wrong. So, I'm just gonna say you're probably right. Uh, specifically in the context of uh, of effect and effect. I have no idea. I have no idea if I'm right either. All right, favorite YCS memory. This was YCS San Antonio, I believe. Was uh, it? it was Austin. Thank you. YCS 2013. Austin 2013. This is in the middle of Mermail. Okay. Yeah, this is fire water format. This is actually a great point in the, in the game's history. I'm on Fire Kings. No, <laughs> I know exactly what story this is. Yeah. Um, I don't have wolf barks. They're way too expensive. Right, because they're being used for Fire Fist, which is a meta deck. Yeah, so I have Fire Kings before Ganesha the Elephant came out, or the Field Spell. Right. I'm running Flamvel, Fire Dog, and Rekindling. Oh, God. So so I sit down across... Now that I think about it, dude, you could have done so many cool things with that deck. Isn't Flamvel Guard 200 defense? Yeah. Dude, you could have run Flamevel Guard and done sw- six synchro plays. No, you mean the level level one vanilla? 
Yeah. He's 2100 defense. Oh. Zero attack. Oh, okay. There's got to be ways to abuse, like, you could have abused rekindling for synchro plays, I'm sure. Not really, unless I, like, normal summon Flamville, Fire Dog, run over some, one of my opponent's monsters, effect a Flamville, Fire Dog to special summon, uh, maybe, like, a level 2 tuner, synchro 6. I'm sure there's a way to do it. Anyway, um, didn't matter. I didn't have the, I didn't have the money for any of the big, uh, big synchros you could have sure. run at the time. I'm sitting across, so I, I I've already dropped out. I went X I went X three and dropped. Going into a side event, it was Attack of the Giant cards. I remember the specific Attack of the Giant cards because it was Billy Brake was there, wasn't he? Yes. You were in that. You were in that tournament. I was not in me. it. No. No, I was not in it. Okay. I, I foolishly played way past when I needed to in the main event. So I sit down and my and across from my opponent and I win the die roll and I go first. Sure. I normal summon Barong, and I have Yaksha in my hand. Okay. This is broken, okay? I set circle, pass. And he goes, oh, this is going to be an easy win. Starts doing his normal his normal Marmel stuff, pops sure. Barong. I go, effect a Barong? Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And I grab Garunix, Fire King High Avatar Garunix. He's like... Sure. Whatever, kid. Keeps doing his stuff. And near the end, I activate Circle, popping the Grunix in my hand. Broken. He's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, swing for a bunch of damage. Pass. No back row. I go, cool. Draw for turns. Stand by effect of Grunix. Oh, what's he do? Oh, he'll splash summon himself and then and then uh, destroy all monsters on the field. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nuke the field. He's like, alright, whatever. Uh... So I started doing some stuff. By the end of game one, I have the full Garunix uh, Sacred Phoenix loop on him. Sure. So what that is, is I'll have a Garunix on my field. The standby happens. My standby happens. Garunix and Sacred Phoenix and Grave activate. Mm -hmm. I go Sacred Phoenix, uh, High High Avatar Garunix 1, Sacred Phoenix 2. Sacred Phoenix specials, destroys all spells and traps. Huh. Garunix comes out, destroys all monsters, including the other Garunix and the Sacred Phoenix. So at the start of my turn, the only monster on field is fight is a Fire King High Avatar Garunix, the only card on field. Jeez. And I just kept swinging, and he lost. He goes in the game two, sweating. He felt the heat. Oh, he felt the heat by uh. And like, because like I could just see it on like the edge of his shirt collar. And he gets game two. We're in game three. I am up on life and I've got the Garunix loop going again. Oh, Lord. He still wins because he was a because he summoned Moulin Glacia. Yeah. And I don't remember what he did. Something to bounce the Garunix back to my hand. So I couldn't have the Garunix loop anymore and was able to swing for game. By the end of that, he had pit stains. His entire front of his shirt was soaked. He was breathing heavy. Amazing. His friend who was sitting, whose friend who was watching, looked at him and was like, "Man, I thought I was going to have to start making fun of you. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing." And it, and then we got in talking, and I told him I didn't have wolf barks, and his friend went, "That's even more embarrassing." Ugh. Brutal. Uh, my favorite YCS memory. Um, so my, uh, the one that's actually probably my favorite memory from the YCS, I can't actually tell for legality reasons, but my favorite one that I can tell 
is that um, I we were at YCS Charlotte back in April. Yeah. And uh, while we were there, I noticed that I was I was upset because I just lost my round and I was I was dropping. But then I went up to the judges table. I was like, you know, I changed my mind. I I was just heated. I may as well just play out the last couple of rounds of the day. So I I undropped. And then I got on Twitter, played around a bit on Twitter, saw that what other people were doing. I was like, you know what? I changed my mind again. (laughs) I just want to trade. So as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I see that DZ had his entire deck box stolen Mm -hmm. with a max rarity sword soul deck. So I go to the judges table to tell him, you know what? I changed my mind again. It's not worth it. I'm just going to drop. And as, as I'm there, I see them holding the deck box exactly the way he described it on Twitter. And they're thumbing through it. And I go, hey, is that a max rarity sword soul deck? And the judge looks at me from down. at the, He's like standing high up on the judge's table. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looks down at me and goes, maybe. Do you know whose it is? I said, yeah, that's D Zeefs. That's Doug Zeefs. He's a content creator. He posts on Twitter that it went missing. He was like, okay, well, go find him and have him come up here and talk to us. Couldn't find him. Happened to find Distant Coder. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you have DZ's number, but his deck box that went missing, they have it at the judges table. Mm-hmm. And he called him and was like, yo, dude, they've, you know, they've had the judges table. Go get it. And he goes up to the judges table and he gets his deck box. And uh, it was just, it was cool. I, mean, I was just yeah. happy that I was, it just happened to work out. Yep. You got all of it when stuff like that works out. Definitely. Um, let's see. Uh, why D's nuts is the best gag of the 21st century so far? Definitely because, you know, uh, I actually have a very serious answer. Cause it's this. so easy to gag on D's nuts. Okay. So I actually have a very serious answer for this. I actually have a really cool theory. So my okay. theory is the reason why it's so popular has partially to do with the whole, with the whole zeitgeist of, uh, of just internet culture in general, along with the ease at which it is, it you can insert this joke into almost anything. I like how I'm gonna insert these nuts in your mouth. God dang it! You see what I mean? Does not does the, that theory not make sense? You just have to be less basic about it than some people's um, some people's uh, anime preferences. True. Like looking at you, Naruto fans. <laughs> Get less basic. <laughs> god shots fired oh my god in all dude. seriousness i i think naruto is is very basic all right it, it's all right <laughs> oh however i can understand why people would really enjoy it and i'm not saying anyone is i have no negative opinions anyone who likes who likes naruto because my fiance angie loves naruto okay i'll just say though um naruto is just like the salt and pepper of anime to be fair, you can't have a good steak without salt and pepper. That is true. That is true. Uh, is this the best era of Yu-Gi-Oh? Second best, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, to me, the best era of Yu-Gi-Oh is the like 2011 to 2014 Xyz era. I'd say, yeah, definitely. Uh, I would say closer to the 2014 side, so like 2013. Uh, so Dragon Ruler format? Hmm? All right. Caleb More specifically, take is Caleb take. More specifically, let's call Dragon format, format the Void Format. The Void. Everything around it's great. We don't talk about that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you accept Mystic Mind as your Lord and Savior? No. Nope. If not, which card is your Lord and Savior? Gate Guardian. 
Uh, at, Either that or Gear Gigant X. At the moment, it's Argonaut. Uh, Marine says Aqua Argonaut. Yeah. For the moment, it changes depending upon what deck I'm playing. What card design elements would you like to see in breaking the current rules? I.e., like how Zodiac allows one card exceeds, Tri Brigade cheats out links, Sword Skull is one card synchros, Earth's Arctic is negative synchros, etc. So, Ooh. what design element would you like to see broken by an archetype, basically? I kind of want to see maybe a. Maybe exceeds that are made with archetypes, not with level. So, an example would be a rank four. That can be made using a rank three and a rank two of this specific archetype. So, you, so Zodiac. No, because all the Zodiacs are rank four, aren't they? Sure. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's just level fours on top of them. Better idea. Okay. Okay. So you have two level two monsters. Mm-hmm. You can exceed them into a into a rank four. So synchro summoning, but exceed summoning. Okay. All right. Um, I it's, think, it, oh, and by the way, something you missed in this is, um, ritual monsters using attack stats. That's just Drytron. I know, but that's something that they said, how Zodiac one card exceeds. Oh, okay. Tri- yeah, you missed Drytron just uses attack stats. Oh, maybe a ritual archetype that uses defense stats instead. Um, I, I guess. Cause then that would make stuff like Labyrinth Wall, like hilarious, hilariously good and Millennium Shield. Oh my God. Um, if you had a time machine and could play in any past event with today's knowledge and take a modernized but legal build to blow people's minds, what event are you going to play? What deck are you playing? And what butterfly effect shenanigans do you think happens? Yeah, I can't come up with an answer better than the answer Sonny came up with. Oh, yeah. You just go to like the national championships from 2005 in goat format and just smoke everybody with like modern goat decks. Yep. Uh, It's the same card pool they had back then. Yeah, as far as butterfly effect, uh, hopefully uh, goat format never becomes a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but in, to that, I say hindsight is twenty twenty. Though, help! I can't remember anything before twenty twenty. I have amnesia. Please help me. Hindsight is exclusively twenty twenty. So I own like half that joke. Yeah, 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 I have to joke. I, I, I came the, up with the joke. Yeah, hold on. I own the setup. You came up with the punchline. True. Rank these sitcoms. How I Met Your Mother, The Office, Parks and Rec, and Friends. I'm going to go Parks and Rec, then Friends, then How I Met Your Mother, then The Office. Because I pff, haven't watched The Office. Only the first like season or so, and I okay. couldn't really get into it. So first off, The Office. The first season is just really slow. After that, it gets good. In my opinion, it's... Uh, Parks and Rec. Sure. The Office. Sure. Blank, 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 blank. Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Rough. I, 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 I do not like Friends or How I Met Your Mother. I have one show that I will put above all of these. Do you have any show that you would just put above all of these as far as sitcoms? Sitcoms. Sitcoms. Clearly Big Bang Theory, right? No. <laughs> God, no. I'm joking. I'm joking, I swear. I, no. I genuinely do have a show that I would put above all of these. I have two. I have two. What's that? Um, at the top of my list, and this is more for my humor, I put Mash. That's fair. Um, for second, I put Golden Girls. Fair. Although very close second, I love the Golden. Oh, Girls. for me, it's Golden Girls. 
Go- Golden Girls. Number You're one. like, now that you say it. No, 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 no. That was going to be my answer before. Sure. Golden Girls. Sure. Number one. Listen, the only reason I got into Golden Go- Girls, and I'm so sad to say this, was because of Deadpool. All right. Um, that's... Yeah, at least you did it. Huh? All right. What is the worst anime you've ever watched? Okay. Keep in mind, we're running low on time. Okay. So. Yeah, mine is Naruto. Continue. So the, here's an anime. <laughs> the dub. It's called Ghost. It's called a Ghost Story. Sure. The dub is amazing. Do not bother with the sub. <laughs> it is the worst thing I have ever <laughs> okay encountered. Watch the dub. It's hilarious because basically they were given the rights by the company. Funimation was given the rights by the company, and the company went, "We don't care what you do with it." Yeah. Are you sure? Are you? We sure are about writing that? a blank check. Go for it. All right. It is the funniest thing I have ever seen. Amazing. Favorite horror franchise? I don't have one because I don't like horror movies. Uh, I. For me, it's a two-way tie. Okay. Between Chucky, so Child's Play. Sure. The first two movies. Okay. Specifically, the first two. And Evil Dead. Okay, I know Chucky is the doll one. Yes. I know Evil Dead is the one that later became just like a parody series. Yes. Okay. Cool. Not parody, but it, it started. It, it became goofy. Right, which right. I like. All right, that'll wrap it up for today's episode. So to recap, check out ETB Games. Check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. They are a sister YouTube channel. Be sure to check out the Discord server. Check out. Uh, let's see. Oh God, I'm having a TCG Player and Dragon Shield affiliate links. Be sure to check out Millennium Threads, uh, and there's a discount code for that. Top Cut Ten gets you ten percent off. And with all that said, everybody, have a wonderful week. And unless you're specifically the Yu-Gi-Oh card mystic mind, have a great day, everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.